Oh man, September 21, 2021. What a day. So today was a long day for me, but you know, I'm I'm pretty excited to talk about what's on my mind today. So check it out. If this is your first time on the podcast, this is my personal memoir that I share publicly. You never know who it's going to inspire and if I can help one person make a better decision today, then shit. We got ourselves a good day. So Man, normally I'm, I'm, or lately, I've been recording off of my Solo X, uh, Solo Cast podcast mic from HyperX, because HyperX is the sponsor, one of the sponsors of the podcast. And actually, one of, I'm full of shit. It's just the only sponsor. <laughs> I'm not even good up front. But for the most part, this, this, this conversation is about to go down, and I'm, I'm pretty excited. So. We have been working all year. Uh, my team, when I say we, I mean my team and I in Phoenix, Arizona, have been working all year. Despite any obstacle, my team has been incredible. Despite any obstacle, they have been reliable and dependable. Despite any obstacle, I am lucky to have them. Okay. With that being said, we worked all year to host this series of events out here in Phoenix, Arizona. They're called the Monster Night. I, they're just called Monster Nights. Anyway, these Monster Nights have been a two-on-two series that we've been doing all year. We got four winners to then throw the finale. But on the finale, we gave everybody a last chance to enter. We And we went from like all the way from top 16 all the way down to top four. And that allowed us to then have a, a final eight uh, cruise. It was fucking dope. People came from Vegas and, I mean, Cali, all over the country, really. And New York, ugh. Milwaukee, Minnesota, like Texas, like, yo, come on, dude, that's fucking dope, you know? And uh, to be able to throw a jam, first of all, is a huge deal because I remember when I was younger, just being the guy going to the jam, not even knowing who's throwing them, you know what I'm saying? Or going to the jam, but knowing who threw the jam, and that was the guy. The, the person throwing the jam, that's the guy. I remember feeling like that, you know? And now the fact that, like, I'm throwing jams with my with my guys, it's like, yo, we're the guys. And all these people coming through the, the jam, it's like, yo, these dudes are big. Like, I don't know. It's like a, it's like a vibe that I've always had uh, when it comes to being, have, like, being at a jam. Like, yo, those are the dudes that do this. And then, like, now hosting a jam where it's like, we're the guys who do this, you know? And being able to not be a competitor is probably the best part of being a part of this culture. I feel like sometimes it's like just being a, or being the best way to enjoy this culture is like really being a, like a fan of it. It's like like where I cannot I'm like I'm not a competitor. I have no I have no beef. I have no quarry. I'm just there watching everybody's expression, dancing and moving and interacting and conversing and hugging and saying what's up and getting mad at each other or arguing. It's just like a whole world that matters so much to so many people. It was just, it's just fucking dope and we threw it at a place called Trill. That's where we hosted it. It's Trill Phoenix and Trill Phoenix is like <sighs> it's it's just like the illest hip hop store, period. It's got memorabilia, it's got history, it's got new shit, it's got signed stuff. It's just it's one big giant hip hop asset, to be honest. It's definitely uh uh I would want to call it like a Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona like landmark, you know, like Trill Phoenix. You gotta go there. Like Ice T's been there, like 
KRS-One, like, yo, all these fools, like, there was a signed Snoop Dogg poster for the Seven of Smoke Prize. Like, yo, come on. We collaborated with them, man. They put down a bunch of shit, man. They, they, they just went in, man. I think they did over $500 and, in um, store credit. And then they did, uh, they did a bunch of posters and uh, D- uh, run DMC toys. Like, all this, like, just shit that is just really important to have in our culture. And working with them and having the venue and with all the clothing and sneakers and fucking memorabilia is there it was like it was just we were in the best spot you know like ever and crazy thing is we're in 2021 when i first came to az b-boy panic dj panic was the first dude that i battled out here i came out here i went to the jam for my first time and i just boom went after this dude and he we me and him just went in it we, we just went, like went rounds right we were in it deep bro and like now he's DJing the events that like this big event that means so much to us and he's our DJ. You know, and Fresco, who I met when he was like just this little heavy shit set like shy kid, he was just like he's just like such a fucking dope ass person and he's a DJ. He's like a big DJ. And then we have a AZ legend as our DJ. He was just like, Hey, I'm in town. Everybody was just, yo, can we can we be a part of it? Like like, come on, like, everybody, like, to have Element, Panic, and Fresco, I literally had three generations of, like, God mode, like, it was just fucking dope, man, it was so dope, what an experience, and then, like, people come in, they want to vend their stuff, and, like, you know, they're, they're making sales, and, you know, just watching the the families, like, the old, the, the, the Break Free parents, like, the Break Free Phoenix parents, they're just families, you know, like that come. There are there are students and there there are basically there are clients and they support everything we do, man. It's it's kind of fucking crazy, you know, how much they support everything we do. I'm I'm like it's what drives me is to know that these people they trust us, they they believe in us and they they enjoy being around us. It's like we give them such good energy that man, I see these people like 6 days a week, dude. Like I feel like I truly know them. You know, anyway, to see them uh, like fucking be there watching all these people from all over the country, they're like, it must be clicking in their head like, yo, this is really a real thing. Like, <laughs> this is really a real thing. Like this world, like I love introducing our world to the naked eye, you know, like people who have never seen what we do in person and up front and then they go to a jam and they're just like, mind blown you know and that's like for me i always want to give like a great impression on like from our culture like whenever people or on our culture like whenever people come to an event that i throw i want it to be the best 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 event that anybody can possibly witness i want it to have a little bit of everything you know and it's just like yo this 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 culture is super authentic you know and so like i always want the best experience for the people that come you know and I felt like this jam, man, was like the most legendary experience. You know, I had students that came that haven't like danced in years because they just fell off. They just started doing other things, you know, like life just, you know, moves on sometimes for some people and came back and just got the urge again. Like it, it lit a, man, it lit a smile in them and it lit like a, 
like a man one of my students he was there it's like my little homie man his name is theo and i saw it in his face like while i was hosting i wasn't watching the battle i was watching like the people's expressions and their like view and i saw him and when i saw him dude he just looked like he like found something that he wanted to do for the rest of his life it was crazy it was like i saw it and then his dad was there and he was just so happy again like like i felt like i saw like a different happiness in him, you know, like a fulfilling, it was like a fulfilling moment. And then it was like other people were just so fucking in it and screaming. There were kids there that were just fucking viewing it. They were just like, you could tell they were locked in and everybody was in tune to support the the O's, like the crowd was dope, the, the hypeness. And then, oh my God. And then imagine this, this was like the ultimate, this was like the ultimate like gathering this event okay um so when i was younger um i went to high school in long island city queens uh called long island city high school and i knew this this guy his name was raymond he was basically my best friend you know like we we met we had beef when we met right and then from there that beef turned into like friendship funny as fuck anyway it's actually an amazing story. So we were going to fight. We had beef, period. It was going down. Probably either that day or the next day it was happening, depending on when we saw each other. And all it was was like, like we would just look at each other like, you ain't shit, but you, you dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was weird. It was like, I don't know. It was probably about whose dick was bigger at that time. You know what I'm saying? So whatever the case is, uh, we got into this situation in class where people were just having a fucking paper ball flight fight it was fucking weird like we were just throwing paper everybody was throwing paper and i didn't have any fucking paper so he was like yo bro you're just gonna let them like hit you like that i was like bro i don't have no papers bro i'm like i showed up to class with no notebooks i'm just chilling and uh because i didn't do shit in class for whatever reason and uh and then all of a sudden bro he gave me all this paper we just started fucking going off and then after that i don't know it was weird we became friends anyway we became best friends. We're the fucking we're always together. I meet his family, he meets my family, whatever the case is. I meet his people from like his side of town. He meets my people from my side of town. Like it's dope, right? We're like one just big ass crew. And uh, I met his uncle, Destroy, when I was like 16. And this fucking guy was always dropping gems on us. Like he was just this hip hop dude. Like he was in the rap game, but we didn't know how serious, you know, at that time. And he's just heavy hip-hop or whatever the case is he kept growing in what he does and i kept growing in what i did which is both involved in hip-hop and he was always dropping gems bro and then like he just became this amazing host like hosting shit from the super bowl and all this other stuff man like this guy's incredible you know what i'm saying and whatever the case is we keep meeting and one day he shows up in phoenix like i ran into him in miami then i'm running into him in phoenix and and he that's how he introduced us with trill phoenix after he introduced us with trill phoenix like it kind of go, went from there and we told him about this event yo sure enough this motherfucker is now the host i've known this man for 16 years bro it's fucking crazy and he is now the first event he ever did with me and he hosted it and he he just did it to do it you know he just did it to do it as a huge favor and like it was just so fucking blessed. So I, I basically paid for his flight and Trill paid for his hotel. And uh, and that's it, man. He just fucking really hooked it up, man. It was it was truly, truly, truly incredible thing to have. Um, and I like massively appreciate him for that, dude. Anyway, 
he's a new face in the jams over here. And everybody was just laughing their fucking asses off, man. They were just, they were just fucking laughing. And he was just such a great host. And, and it was dope hosting next to him and kind of learning how he moves as a professional host. Like, it's different, you know. It's definitely different. And uh, I don't know, man. It was just like a total ultimate experience as far as just hosting an event. And the winners were fucking nasty. They... <laughs> The winners were super nasty. So uh, Ali, who's from Las Vegas, Nevada, Joe, his style is so swift, so sharp, so clean. And he, I, I really respect his style. Like, it's fucking deadly. And um, whatever the case is, he battled with this other kid named Hotsky. And he's from Japan, but lives in L.A. right now. Hold up. Let this motorcycle pass by. But yeah, he lives in LA or something like that. And uh, whatever, he came out. He's another fucking ninja. He is like the, he is like the 2021 born. Uh, born, born is a fucking incredible b-boy from back in the day. And uh, who DJs now? He DJs a lot of New York events, which is kind of cool. Um, but whatever the case is, sorry, you hear that motorcycle? Uh, whatever the case is, uh, these two guys, man, they just fucking killed it bro they just showed a certain level that's kind of like i miss seeing that level like at a jam like where these people just look like damn if i was to battle them it'd be hard you know what i'm saying like it wouldn't be easy but it was cool they're the winners a lot of the guys did great like everybody was just smirking it all night and uh as far as just this Lately, just besides the event that we've been building up for all all year, it was like the next day, it was just fucking over. Like, it, it was no more, like, thought. Like, it was, like, total decompressed. And then I was, like, looking at the pictures, and I was like, it's over. Like, it happened already, you know? But I feel like that the memory of that event will probably live forever for some people, you know? And, like, that for me is... What an experience, you know? Like, for real. And I fucking... I wish I could dance right now, too. Like, I wish I could battle. I wish I could go off and, and at least cipher and stuff like that, man. But this surgery surgery really, like, really fucking set me back, man. Heavy. But I've been able to... Because of the surgery, I feel like I've been able to do more. Like, I've been able to really be with my family at night. Dinners. Um... I don't know, family dinners. I, I'm just able to, I'm able to fucking, I don't know, just come home. Like, I'm not going to stay late in practice or, you know, I'm not going to practice in the afternoon. So I'm just going to be with the family. And I don't know, it's been, that was like the balance that's been pretty great, you know, but I really can't wait to, I feel like I've learned how to create a better schedule for myself, if that makes any sense. Like, my life was so fucking fast paced. And then this injury kind of put me in this, and this injury plus COVID put me in a place of like, yo, I can I can manage my schedule a lot better. Like I haven't had to bail because I double booked or, you know, like it's been a very uh, learning full time. And although I fucking hate it, like I'd rather have a knee injury than a shoulder injury any day. Like I can't pick my kids up. I can't help with the groceries. I can only do so much. Like what I, I just move a lot slower. Meanwhile, my legs work fine, but every, like, it's like without the upper body, dude, it's just, 
damn near impossible to truly, like, I don't know, fucking just do what you need to get done, you know? So, uh, I do, like, get to Top Rock and, like, get to vibe out. And it's been, that that experience has been dope, too, because just listening to the music. And, you know, one of my students is like, that's where I get my musicality from. I just started busting. I don't know what song came on today. I found this new mix at practice, and I don't know what song came on. I don't know what it's called, but I know when I heard it, my body was just like, yo, get up and dance. And I just knew every part of the song so well, and I knew how I wanted to hit that shit. And I was just Top Rocking, and then... Uh, her name is Natalie, and she was just like, that's where I get my musicality from. And I just was, like, looking at the way she was dancing, and I was like, holy shit. Like, kind of makes sense a bit, you know? Like, who she's around and, like, what she's being inspired by. I don't know. It was really dope. It was really dope. I just feel like, although I'm injured, I just feel like the ultimate, like, king at this. Like, I feel like the the best to ever live like that's how I feel like when I think about my dancing and like I think about how much I love it I feel like like I don't know I don't think anybody loves it like I do like I don't know it feels like like I just feel so fucking like good right now when it comes to how I dance and what I'm doing that I feel unstoppable if that makes any sense like there's only small things I have to do which is just condition like if I'm conditioned I'm unstoppable like I really it's crazy dude like I don't know like that's how I've been sitting back looking at everything and it's just like I really feel unstoppable but I just haven't been best conditioned like this up and down injury shit is ridiculous and I don't know I never thought I would get hurt like this again so it's kind of frustrating you know but at the end of the day I, I prevail at the end you know no matter how much I can like think about my situation and like how I hate it it doesn't, like, slow me down or stop me. Like, I, I feel like I move harder and I work harder and I, I get more done when I'm, like, just so honest about, like, how much I, like, either dislike something or I like something or I'm uncomfortable or from how comfortable I am or how much more comfortable do I want to be. Like, I'm able to assess and then just fucking grind and grind and grind and be like, okay, I did enough tonight. I know tomorrow's another day. Like I'm understanding that this shit is a process, but I don't like take my time on it. I don't know, all these lessons that like all these injuries and all these roadblocks and then COVID. It's like I've been able to like totally it's fucking weird, dude. Like it was like a it was like a total reset. Like imagine if that was like a plan, like a I don't know. It was like, it's just, it's just crazy. Like I was able to reset, like slow everything down to a, to a normal pace. Like sometimes I feel like when you're, when you're so busy to where, or at least you think you're so busy to where you kind of start fucking, I don't know, scrambling that it was like, it got to that point where it was my scramble was my life. My life was just one big scramble. And then all this stuff started happening and it was just like, total fucking like dialed in like i get it at this time i'm doing this this and this i keep waking up at this time and then i'll start to wake up earlier and earlier and like train myself and allow myself to sleep in on sundays and work myself to a certain limit like i've put boundaries on like my my work ethic my work ethic because if not i'll just fucking like go until i'm out of control you know and then i start missing shit so it's like, before I feel like I wasn't as effective as I am now. Like, I've accomplished so much, man. Like, in the last, like, I don't know, four years. Uh, since, like, 2017 to now, 
has been such a spike in like my production. I really feel like like such a spike. And it and, and it's not even like and mind you, this is when I've been hurt, like with my knee injury and uh then I hit my head and then my shoulder, like in the last four years, these certain and, and think about that. Four years and I've gone through like four things. Like every year it's been something and but every time I come back, I come back and I just destroy, you know? And this time though, like throughout this time I've been able to like I was thinking about when I fucking where I started with the clothing line and it was just like incredible like like I was thinking about it and I was like bro like I was started off just thinking about it and I bought a a vinyl cutter and a heat press and then I just started doing it on random t-shirts like I just started creating designs and learning on YouTube how to make vectors for stickers and all this stuff and logos like I know how to make logos and all this stuff and I would create these vectors and then I would cut them out and then i would print stickers and like it was just i would just go off dude i was just making everything and then putting it on a shirt you know like so i finally found the logo and design that i like and then i found the name and then i and then i like got a fucking llc just like that's it i know it i'm starting it like this and i got a catch rec studios llc and and then after that i built a what was it a three color screen press machine out of springs wood and bolt and bolts it was fucking crazy and then i got screens made and then i was messing up on hella shirts just messing up and messing up and messing up because i didn't know that you had to like i didn't i didn't catch that part where you had to like spray down the 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 panel then put the shirt so with adhesive so that it doesn't so that it doesn't come up when you pull it with the paint um on the screen and I went through so much until I figured that out. Once I figured that out, I started busting through shirts and busting and busting and busting. And from from there, I started just like really making like, oh, I got a freaking sewing machine. And then after I got my sewing machine, I started, I ordered tags and I started sewing things on and cutting the jeans and changing them and fixing seams. And, and then I started thinking about what the brand was going to look like. What's our slogan? What do we stand for? And then I finally go and launch in Arizona. I launch at the hip hop festival, Arizona hip hop festival. I knew like, yo, I want, I always said, I want my own like designer wear. I want some dope ass clothing. I want to, and then one day it clicked. Like I was reading the the, the book Shoe, Shoe Dog and I was like, yo, I want to be the Vans of Breaking. Boom, right? So now this happens and here we are at the Arizona hip hop festival where we launch like as a official like brand and then after that we did oh man we did a photo shoot with a bunch of models and skaters and breakers we did a photo shoot and we got video content so that i can build the website then we launched the catch rec website after we did that oh we we've been we were selling clothes and selling clothes and Finally, we decided to go to Houston and do a pop-up. We did a pop-up. We drove to Houston, Texas from Phoenix, and we did a pop-up. The pop-up was incredible. We sold out. We sold out. We were we were selling gear. And after we sold out, we were like, okay, holy shit. Like, what's next? I was like, yo, I'm doing a fashion show in New York. The fuck what? I went. I fucking threw a fashion show in New York. I got all these people to help and be involved. And I got a spot in Soho. 
and we fucking killed it. And then I was like, man, I really want to have clothing in a spot, like a store where, you know, if I ever like meet somebody or let people know like where everything is going to be, like I can let them know like, yo, there's a spot where you can grab it. If there's nothing online, you can go to our shop and make like I just have such a game plan for that. And like the steps, the baby steps, like I haven't been able to really appreciate them until like now. And that has been the most ex- amazing experience, like because of the pandemic, it's allowed me because of the pandemic, because of a lot more than the pandemic. There's so much that in the world that's happening besides like my injuries and shit that just fucks up plane tickets and people's like safety and all this stuff that's happening right now. It's like people are not really like sure or like you know it's easy for people to bail like like it's very easy for people to bail on things now because there's so much happening it's so chaotic outside that people just have been staying home you know or just staying close in their in their circle not really being too public i've witnessed it i remember when i first did it it was so weird it was like whoa bro we're in freaking public again it's weird you know and so i can see why it's hard to go to events now and do certain things but like we we've been finding a way man we we keep it small and it's been working and we're getting bigger and bigger and like i'm nowhere near where i want to be but i've been able to appreciate it because i've truly learned how to or i'm learning still but i've learned so much more than i know or than i did know um about just organization and pace like effective uh, a truly effective pace that was good enough for like my standard like i'm like okay this is a great pace for me to work at and it's just man i'm just more aware with my children with my relationship with my family with my health like it's just been fucking epic so thank you guys for listening in all the way through this was a really dope one I hope that somebody can capture something from this message. And I wish you guys all the best. Holla at your boy. Catch you guys on the next one. Today's the day. Peace.